1: love first christian center it's time for dr jomo cousins on fresh wind radio there's some things that god has for you but you're not where you're supposed to be
2: god throws you the alley you're to go boom you ain't there airball god gives you the pitch pitch hit the ground because you're not where and then you get mad at God, talking about,
1: well, yeah, God, God said, where you at? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something.
2: the time, the house is going to be done, but they know it's coming. So the purpose of the brides they're supposed to dance at the wedding, and they're supposed to dance to the light as a ceremony of new light, new life. The Bible says, then all the virgins got up and put their own lamps in order. They lit them, and the foolish one said to the wise, give me some of your oil. (laughs) friends, (laughs) <laughs> friends, <laughs> how many of <laughs> them? For our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, there will not be enough for us and for you. Go instead to the dealers and buy yourself oil for yourself. Now you gotta understand, you're buying oil at midnight. You might come up short. <laughs> Ooh, look at your neighbor say, ready or not? Here I come. Ooh, you got to be ready. So now what is the preparation? Oh, God. What the preparation is, look, you have to be constantly in position. The Bible says, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all situations. You got to be ready. When I was a little boy, before there was WWE, there was WWF. And some of y'all don't know about this. This is the good time on wrestling when you had Hulk Hogan, to God be the glory. And you had Randy, macho man, say, you know what I mean? Boy, I said, that's my. Yeah, junkyard dog, and you had super fly Jimmy Snooker. (sighs) Some of y'all don't know about that, man. My God, and on Saturday nights, they, had a, they would have like a big wrestling match at 11.30 at night, man. And I'm about 10 years old. I said, Mommy, mate, please don't let me oversleep. I got to watch wrestling. Because you know wrestling was real back then. <laughs> My son will fight you today if you tell him his fake. No, it's not. Leave you alone. Leave you alone. My mother didn't wake me up. So you wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Because, see, we didn't have TiVo. We didn't have Replay. We didn't have YouTube where you could watch it again. You missed it, homeboy. It's over with. <laughs> and I would wake up and I was so angry because I missed it. When I was a, rookie, when I was a freshman at Florida A&M, uh, they moved me up to the active whatever. And they said, Jomo, you're going to the U.M. game, University of Miami. I said, okay, we're going going down south. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I can see my family down there while I go. So I I, I had a a foolish way of trying to set my alarm clock 30, 45 minutes early, an hour early. You know when you you said it's so different, you forget? Anyway, the the bus leaves at 6 a.m. or something like that. So, you know, I'm sleeping. I get up. I feel like I'm late. Anybody know that feeling when you, just, you, you feel like you're sick? You just know, but you don't know, so you're hoping. So I got up, and I ran to the side of the dorm building. This was Young Hall. And I looked out the window, and I saw my friends down there playing cards and all kind of other stuff. I said, hey, man, did the bus leave? No, nah, I'm old. The bus's still there. We see it. I said, I got all my stuff, man. I run. I get the body. Ain't no bus there. Them jokers drove down there. Ah, 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 ah. Them jokers, some nasty, jo- boy. Y'all know in college, them boys nasty, boy. I'm sitting down there sweating. It's about 400 yards, y'all. 400 yards with three bags. And you know you're going full, and they're watching the whole thing. And them bus, they're laughing the whole way. Because, you know, when you're so focused on being late, you ain't paying attention to nothing. And them jokers are cracking up the whole way. Man, I wanted to fight and cuss and everything at the same time, but I knew I'd missed it. And I walk back to, you know how embarrassing it is to walk back to all your love. And you know them jokers are cracking on you the whole way. And I was like, hey. So the coach, he called, Cousins, where you at, cousins? We got in the elevator. I looked around, and said, Where's cousins? <laughs> Look like you missed the bus, huh buddy? They're gonna run until your tongue falls out. <laughs> You know, you can't miss stuff like that. That's the U.M. game. That's the game. you. I missed it. Now, these are just trivial things in life. But imagine missing the real party. Because you weren't ready. You allowed life to get you off course. How many services have you missed that God had a word for you? How many times you should have been somewhere? I, I, some people don't. I, I give cars away if God tell me to. And one person supposed to get a car, they ain't show up that Sunday. I, my only prerequisite is Lord, I only do it if they're here. If they're here, I can't. I, I said, if they don't come, they're on me.
1: There are some things that God has for you, but you're
2: not where you're supposed to be. God throws you the alley you're supposed to go boom. You ain't there. Airball. God gives you the pitch. Pitch hit the ground. Because you're not where. And then you get mad at God, talking about, where you at, God? God said, where you at? Hallelujah. It said that, but while they were going away to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were prepared went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Later, the other verses came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. Look what he says. But he replied, I saw him declare to you, I don't know you. Let me break it down for you. These ladies were supposed to dance at the wedding. For example, let me put it this way. We have a party, and I hire a DJ. And right now, we're at the end of the wedding, and the DJ say, can I come in? What you going to tell him? Nah, dog, we good. We used our iPad and iPod. We worked it out. God bless you. Does that make sense? Because, see, now that the, the, the purpose I had for you is gone. See, I had a plan for you, but you weren't. So he's not saying, I don't know you. He's saying, I cannot honor you. Because you weren't where. (laughs) My hallelujah. (laughs) Watch, therefore. Let me say, Watch, therefore. Give strict attention and be cautious and active. Cautious and active active, active. For you know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. Wisdom keys, I got three. Number one, look at this, y'all. We must stand the test. Look at this, y'all. Let's read it together, church. Y'all ready to read? Test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along, thinking everything for granted. Give yourself... Stop right there. Regular checkup. Hmm. If your brother came to you and said, man, I want want to know Jesus, do you know what to say to him? If someone says, I need prayer right now, do you know what to say? I'm not saying you got to be me, but you only need about three or four scriptures to work with. John 3, 16, Romans 10, 9. Work with them too. Amen. Pastor, I don't know what to pray. In the name of Jesus, done. Because he is the word. (laughs) Look what it says. Give yourselves regular checkups. Look what it says. You need firsthand evidence, not mere hearsay that. Come on, let's stop playing church. Ah, I, I hope y'all with me. I'm not saying you're perfect. None are perfect. But there should be some change. Glory to God. They got if you don't feel conviction when you're doing dirt, you gotta check yourself. I'm not saying we're perfect. None are. But there should be some conviction in there. Glory to God. Give yourself record checkups. You need firsthand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, look at this. Do something about it, golly. The Bible says a pig will get in the slop and lay in it, and just marinating the slop. A sheep gets in the slop and tries to get out. Which are you? Are you wallowing in it, or are you trying to get out of it? I'm. Not, it's over. You're in it. I might judge you. You're there. What are you gonna do about it? Glory to God. Hallelujah. We got, we got to make changes, brothers and sisters. I love you with the love of Jesus, but at the end of the day, you're going to stand before God by yourself. Not your team, not your family, your choices, your decisions. That was, that's what helped me be a better man. I can't blame my wife for my issue. I got to stand before God solo. Amen. On the choices that I have made. Glory to God. Number two, our test message, our faith. You don't know and you don't truly know that you're in faith until you're tested. Look what this says. If you are slack, careless in the day of distress, your strength is limited. Now, look what the message Bible says. This is so good. If you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. leave that bush in the head. I like that right there. That right there, boy. How do you act when the chips are down? I know, bro. Praise God. It was October 31st, 2010, when I got the call at about 3:30 in the morning said, Come to the hospital. Your mother's not doing well. I called my baby brother. I said, Let's go. Picked him up about four or something, got to the hospital about five. I went through the ICU at St. John's. Is it St. John's or St. Joseph, baby? St. Joseph. And I'm looking through all the different glasses I had to go through, and I saw her face. I said, okay, praise God, she's still alive. And then when I got through all the glasses, they said, uh, we were waiting for you to get here before we covered her face up. She's gone. So I'm sitting there wrestling with those emotions, and my brother's wrestling with it, and he's hugging, and he's crying, and we just sitting there crying together. I said, well, you know, of course, they, they give you a certain amount of time to sit there because, you know, the hospital, they're on to the... I said, okay, well, all right, so we went back and... Got back to the house and my wife said, Well, Gentleman, I called the church and told him that you won't be there today. I said, Babe, I gotta go. She said, Where are you going? I said, I'm gonna go preach. My sermon was already written. The sermon was entitled, You Gotta Keep On Going. Now, why? Was... So, so I said, Lord, so and, and, and after I preached that day, I preached crying, but I preached it, and God said, You've just been promoted, son. See, see, promotion doesn't come to the, the promotion, when you make a choice that, you know what, uh, you die to self and you get out of your emotions and say, Lord, not my will, but your will. Not my way, but your way. Father God, I, I, I die to self. Yes. I'm tore up. I'm broken. My mother's gone. This is my anchor. This is all I've known. She is my everything Lord. But yet and still I understand that there's a call on my life. And know the Bible says, Jesus says, let the dead bury themselves. That means that this situation's over. There's still work for you to do. And what happens in life is your storm comes, your trial comes, and you say, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. But no, as Christians, we gotta keep on running. You gotta make up your mind that I got up and I'm gonna fight the good fight. Because see God before me and I don't know what storm or trial or situation you're going through but if you faint in the day of your adversity there wasn't much to you anyway because you don't know what you got till you're in a fight you don't know what's on the inside of you until you gotta rise up and praise God on a bad day. Give God glory when your money is funny and your change is strange. When you gotta press in and say, Yay, don't you slay me, I will praise you. You gotta praise them in the good times. You gotta praise them in the bad times. You gotta make up in your mind that praise is what I do. Worship is who I am. I'm a worshiper and I can't take a day off. Because what happens when your faith is tested, this is where your testimony is built. You can't have a testimony if you're not tested. God ain't about that. You are going to go through the storm, for the Bible says, Romans 8, 20. And we know that all things, all things, the good things, the bad things, all things are working together for my good. It don't feel good, but it's going to work out. Yea, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death. The the, the revelation is I go through the valley of the shadow of death, meaning a shadow can't hurt you, but it feels like you're dying. Yea, though I go through. It didn't say you're going to stop. It says you're going to go so you're going to go through. So you got to make up in my mind, whatever I'm going through, I'm going to get through. Because this too shall weeping man door for a night, but come on, let's give God a praise. Woo! Glory to God. I worship you, Father. I worship you, Father. I worship you. Your worship. Listen, family. Your worship is developed in the wilderness. Your worship, that deep groaning, that agony, is developed in your secret place when it seems like nobody knows what you're going through. And in that season, you got to press your way through. And the Bible says, if you can find out the purpose in your pain, there's a power. There's an anointing. The Bible says Jesus was led into the wilderness, and he came out with power. Well, wait a second. Didn't Jesus already have power? But for Jesus to come out with more power. So then I realized there's a purpose in my store. There's a purpose in my store. I don't like it, but there's a purpose in my store. And I've made up my mind that yay though I go through, the valley of the shadow of death. Ah, no evil. You don't know you're in faith until the storm hits your house. Because you don't know what you have to where you're down to Jesus. I'm not down to a dollar, I'm down to Jesus. All I got is Jesus. This is all I have, my foundation. And when you get down to Jesus, when you get down to nothing, you will find out that God was up to something. See, see, you got to sometimes you have to get to rock bottom to find out he's the rock on the bottom. Sometimes you got to realize that you got to let yourself. Because oftentimes you won't realize he's Jehovah Jireh until you have nothing. See, for a long time you thought it was you, your job, your education. Your gifting. No, no, let God touch that stuff. And all of a sudden you realize who He really is. He is the great I am. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. Sometimes God may touch your body just for you to recognize His name is Jehovah Rapha. He is your healer. The word is By His stripes I am healed. Lord, Your words is our healing customer spirit like the morning sun. Sometimes you have to go to a season where it feels like you're losing your mind. Then you realize his name is Jehovah Nisi. He is my victory. He is my banner. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God lifts up a step. Oftentimes, we don't know who he is until we go through something. And all of a sudden, in the middle of storm, he shows up and says, here I am. <laughs> here I am. Ooh, Jesus. Last key. And we worship our last key. We must stay ready. Church, y'all ready to read this? Let's not sleepwalk through life like those others. Look at your name and say, are you the others? Let's keep our eyes open and be smart. People sleep at night and get drunk at night. But not us, since we are creatures of the day. Let us act like it. Walk out into the daylight sober, dressed in what? Ooh, but love and the hope of salvation. Ooh. God didn't set us up for an angry rejection, but for salvation by our master. Jesus, he died for us, a death that triggered life. Whether we awake with the living or sleep with the dead, we are alive in him. So speak encouraging words. I ask you a question. Do you know him? Do you know him? You know, it took it took Paul 17 years to get into purpose. It took Moses 40 years to get into purpose. It took Jesus 30 years for three years of ministry. You don't know what God has the inside of you. So birth what God has on the inside of you and don't get weary in well doing God has put something on the inside of you and you cannot allow the storms of life to get you so discouraged you abort your blessing if Jesus had to wait 30 years if Paul had to wait 17 if Moses had to wait 40 what's your issue Make up in your mind that this too shall pass. If God be for me, who can be against me? This is but a momentary light affliction and cannot be compared to the glory. So you're going to have to shake it off. You're going to have to dust your shoulders off. Come on, touch your neighbor's shoulders and dust it off. Come on, touch the other name and say, dust your shoulders off. Come on, dust it off. You, you're going to be all right. Dust your shoulders off. Come on, dust, come on. I, I know it hurt a little bit. It hurt a little bit but I will dust my shoulders off. I, I know you broke me, but that's all right. God's going to remake me. I know you tore me. God, God got you. God, God got me. Ooh, Woo! Woo! Jesus! I ask you right now. We're going to do it corporately. Please stand. Woo! Jesus. I
1: got one question. Are you in the book? Are you in the book?